It's the weekly discovery track review. All right, everyone. <laughs> so, uh, uh, you know, for this uh, this week's um, song review, uh, I looked into my um, release radar playlist and just clicked shuffle play, and I came up uh, came up with Pedia PD and Mia Follick's uh, haircut. Uh, um, uh, that's a track that we are reviewing today. It's something I, I know nothing about PD or Mia Follick. Um, uh, I was pleasantly surprised with this. This is sort of in the vein, like th this is sort of uh, the type of um, rock I generally listen to nowadays, sort of this like shoegazy indie uh, rock um, uh, type sound. Uh, lo-fi, that type of deal. And I think um, this track is sort of the epitome of like hipster, <laughs> like hipster uh, culture and whatnot. Uh, but I'm, I'm into it. I'm, I was pleasantly surprised by it. I was listening to, I pulled up the lyrics while I was um, listening to it. Uh, and it's definitely a, 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 a song about a, quite literally a haircut, right? Like, like oh, people yeah, getting haircuts, haircut, literally like, having yeah. like a drastic change and people being like, what, what's going on, man? Uh, and I like that line too, where, um, uh, Remember that summer that I shaved my head just to prove that I have control over something? Um, <laughs> I recently shaved my head. I say recently, like in November, shaved my head. But it was a big deal my for you, Mark, you know? Yeah, it was a huge deal for me. <laughs> so, like, listen to Mark, lyrics. I'm like, Mark oh, man, I've hair, done this. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm a barbershop every month type of guy. Like, I go and I get my, my fade clean, uh, cleaned up every month. But, like... <laughs> Uh, this song I really, really enjoyed. Um, I remember that summer that I shaved my head just to prove that I have control over something. Like, wow, that's sort of poignant for a song about, yeah. you know, getting a haircut. But yeah, what do you guys think? I, I was just watching uh, the uh, the Britney Spears documentary. Uh, it, it wasn't called Free Britney. It was called something else. Uh, yeah. But uh, it's Speaking about of the Britney movement. Yeah. But Kyle's was like, "Oh my, this." I mean, Britney must have listened to the song. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I yeah. Um, I have. I don't know anything about uh, these two people, but um, I dig it. I love how chill it is. I love the uh, little acoustic and uh, just lo-fi sort of energy it brings. So I, I really dug it. So I'm like, "Oh, cool. This is a nice surprise. I might listen to more of their stuff." Quite honestly. Mm -hmm. so. And apparently, PD is a TikTok star. I could be, I could be wrong. That me, but... I, I changed my mind. I was gonna say, yeah, I'll probably listen to more of their stuff. But now that I know that, uh... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are you talking about? We're doing a TikTok, aren't we? We're doing like a video. Yeah, yeah, or... yeah obviously. Yeah, but that yeah. just ruined the surprise. Um, just doing the silly love. dances. <laughs> yeah. Jason Derulo. No. I enjoyed the track. Um, it's very reminiscent of uh, some of like the emo groups I remember listening to like in the early 2000s where it's like a guy and girl like combo. It's a duo um, kind of, yeah, not much in instrumentation. Yeah. Like there's elements of, I guess, an electronic keyboard or electronic tr uh, drum beat, I should say. Um, I was trying to like, as I, when I first heard the track, I was trying to rack my brain in terms of providing examples. I can only really think of two. There's a band, Breathe Carolina. Like, they were big. They were a shitty band, but they were big back in the day, like, very electronic focused, um, sang in a similar style. Stray Light Run is a, was a band that's probably the most similar if you're into this kind of music. Um, yeah, big in the mid 
2000s. Um, yeah, similar setup, guy and girl singer, more, I guess, acoustic based, but yeah, it was a fun song. Um, like I said, lyrics, you know, this is when we get to lyrics. Lyrics like, you know, Rivers Cuomo, very literal. Uh, yeah. Talking about <laughs> But, you know, it's a fun track. It's only two minutes long. It's a fun track. I, I, I think it's yeah. pretty cool. As, as we were kind of doing this, I just kind of quickly, you know, Googled them because I think it's going to be the same for Carlo. At, at probably anyone who listens to this or watches this on Facebook, no one's going to heard, have heard of this band. Like, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. let's be honest here, right? So, A, it came out this year, which was mm-hmm. you know, interesting, but... I was like, oh, what else have they done? So this continues our streak of dealing with artists that have songs or albums. California. California. <laughs> yeah. He's released California. And not just California. California. Korea's edition. So obviously Carlos got the same thing up as me. And so what, what's one of the lyrics? As I'd rather be depressed in California. Ocean's got the blues I need. Lay me down to rest in California. Hard as cold as New Year's NYC. And that's the other thing. that. I say California represent. He has kind of like a country twang. Like the first time, like the first run through, I was like, he's kind of singing with like a a southern drawl. And I guess it makes sense if he's from Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, this is like country emo. It's like, oh. And then then I just, I guess the accent got lost on me. But yeah, Mm -hmm. it's all right. It's not bad. Carlo? Carlo, you're from Nashville, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> that, that southern twang you got, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's random, man. <laughs> Sorry, I just. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, um, haircut's a bit on the nose right now because uh, Belgium, it's only recently that you're actually allowed to have a haircut again oh wow okay <laughs> yeah so a, not, not about a barber shop say just flat out hair, band haircuts <laughs> yeah <laughs> so <laughs> apparently you can go you can oh, go haircuts. to a tattoo you can go to a tattoo parlor you couldn't go to a barber you can go to a hairdresser basically yeah, yeah they, they locked everything down and i think it only opened i think it's only yeah it's only been a week that you yeah. know uh people have been able to get haircuts again which you know, if you're a hairdresser, can you imagine the line of people yeah. with all like long hair? It's like I need a haircut. <laughs> also, yeah. L- luckily, also, I've yes, got a... I did notice your haircut, Carlo. You look great. <laughs> Just kidding, yeah, no, no, no. I've, I've got an in-house. I've got an in-house barber, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> this was all a ploy by Carlo for us to notice his new haircut. He hacked into my phone. He hacked into my phone. It was just like, oh, haircut song, PD. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not the one that chose the song. <laughs> That's why you hacked into my phone. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. So let's lead, lead into that. Why do you think this song was on your uh, playlist? Um, so I was thinking, uh, I listened to a lot of sort of this shoegazy hipster type music. Um, uh, I, I don't want to say, it. Uh, as an example, uh, stuff like Waves, uh, Best Coast. Um, I'm trying to think of more. Um, I think her name I is La Sierra. Right? Yeah. Uh, so I think they just sort of like, oh, he likes this sort of uh, hipster type music uh, once in a while. So I think that's partially why um, it, uh, it it got onto my playlist. Uh, uh, and I'm trying to think of other bands that are similar to this that uh, I enjoy. But yeah, I think it's just sort of, it's in my soul, sort of like indie rock zeitgeist. <laughs> so they're like, you might like this. Um, 
so yeah and and the pixies like uh you know i think they 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 know that i'm into <laughs> that sort of like folk oriented uh uh music like uh like the decemberists i guess too mm. um so it's sort of in that same vein um yeah so or do you think it's purely because like well this guy's in california so let's just... yeah <laughs> well that's partially it i think part of me being in california you listen to a lot of this shoegazy like man i love la and you know or or norcal is the best you know f socal i don't know how this uh, this uh this uh artist like plays into that but i mean he does have a <laughs> he does have a track or an album called california right so uh be be we'll before see. we move on i just have one quick question and this is pointed as well as to to mark and michael around is it it seems like and this is from an outsider perspective and carlo might agree with me here that obviously with the states being so large you know a lot of people move to california move mm -hmm. to la and they almost kind of adopt that that place as their personality and like literally mm -hmm. like just reading through the lyrics of california he left nashville tennessee which I was there as a very young child, so I can't say that I have like extreme like memories of the place. But I'm pretty yeah. sure it's a very, very different place. Um, but you know, just reading the lyrics, like he's you know, California is now home. That seems to be the case. Like, have you noticed that? Like when you yeah, I mean, it's definitely a lot of people go there dream chasers, right? Like, I mean, I'm I was one yeah. of them, right? I wanted to go there and start uh, a writing career which actually happened after i moved back to, to from once there get the hell like, out of there yeah, yeah once <laughs> i got out of there and i didn't give a fuck that's when they were like oh his writing's good it's like because i don't give a fuck um, <laughs> but yeah, there um here's the thing when i when we lived there i worked in the i worked at uh universal studios right just like a retail job there a lot of the people there were just from California, right? So that's, they love it there. They're not planning on moving anytime soon yeah. unless they're going to buy a house somewhere else. And of course, get out of California if you want, if you can yeah, buy a house. It's expensive, uh, very pricey. <laughs> but um, I think, yeah, I think there are a lot of people who like, you know, that's the vibe because it's, yeah, it's a, uh, it's a city of dreamers, LA specifically and everything, right? And the weather is much nicer and everything. Um, and there's certain pe certainly people who, they they go to LA because they they're leaving something behind and all that stuff. But that being said, like you know, there are a lot of people who are just there because they're from LA. <laughs> like yeah. I knew, I got that side too. But I, I remember when we and Mark like I I was never like oh I'm an LA guy now right. It was like well maybe it's because we have such weird backgrounds now where it's just like where are you from? I'm like oh um, multiple choice Baguio uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Manila you know. <laughs> Uh, Va Vancouver, you know, like uh, me, Montreal. So I was just like, you know, I never felt like I'm a California guy because I'm just me, you know. Wow. As someone who's lived in California for, I mean, I'm coming up on 10 years at this point, I think. Uh, uh, people really get into that lifestyle and it yeah. becomes a part of them. Like, and I'm, I'm totally playing into it now because I'm just like, yeah, I'm not leaving California <laughs> Ever. even with these crazy real estate like property prices i'm like oh man i love it yeah so much so that i have friends you know um even from the the philippines who like have you know the california bear like tattooed on them and whatnot it just becomes a part of your like go california type thing so i don't know um, the bears mark <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> but uh but yeah i i you know 
I love California, so I, I get it. As someone who lives here, it's like, oh yeah, you can't can't go wrong. But also, you know, I, I don't think I put it as part of my um, uh, uh, who I am as a person, uh, my identity and whatnot. But like, I don't know, I I do as, rep California you, nowadays. You see, him, you see him like start hiding his tattoo. Yeah. Oh wait a second, my neck tattoo showing underneath yeah. my uh, can I say tattoo. <laughs> cool man all right sweet good to know um, right. i don't know if anyone has any final thoughts on our mark selection um i thought it was cool is it is it like a new thing that people are just putting out singles uh maybe because we've been listening to a lot of album reviews and everything like is that like the common thing for younger artists to just like put out a single and no one does albums anymore is that hundred percent? Yeah. Okay. That, like you can probably make as much money doing that because the singles are the things that make you money. So um, the idea of an album, yeah. I, and I don't know if it's dying, but I think the idea of an album is certainly in the back burner. Like, yeah. like you put out a good yeah. You're not single. releasing. You're not wasting vinyl to bring or yeah. like yeah. space on a CD to release something. You're not like yeah. You, back in the day, I guess you would just put it in. And just listen to the entire album, even with CDs and cassette tapes and yeah. everything. But now it's just like, well, you could just actually search for a song on Spotify on demand. Yeah. Like, hey, what's the point of listening to the whole album? I get it. I think that's, that. yeah, this is definitely like a, one of those larger conversations outside of a track review. But yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, man. Yeah, it definitely, definitely is the case. I think I told you about this guy called Jaden, like a, this TikTok star that's kind of yeah. making like pop punk music. So he's got a playlist and there's like 20 songs already. So he's got like a decent kind of, you know, discography, but yeah, no albums, just yeah. kind of random releases. I don't know. There could be a discussion there, short attention span. Um, like, I don't think anyone, like, I, I remember a, a message you guys that watched that Blink documentary or watching the, the video of Mark Hoppus watching the Blink documentary yeah. um, of, of recording self, uh, self-titled. And no one wants to go to that process of like yeah. so, fucking months on end if not like for some bands years of like playing the same song like track over and over again so one of the songs on that album i can't remember which one it was um travis recorded all of the drum parts individually so when i mean individually as in the hi-hat individual track yeah. the snare yeah. individual track so you imagine and like travis isn't exactly just a you know bass drum snare hi-hat type player is he, he yeah, incorporates yeah, yeah. a lot no, of no. so can you imagine how long that would take and how frustrating it would have been from a, a sound engineer perspective trying to piece all of that together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then to do it for an entire album. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Instead of just like, oh, we're doing the one song and it. then we're going to make a ton of money off of this one song, you know. Uh, and not to continue. Well, I love to take just, off your pants too, right? So. Yeah. Well, like for they didn't finish recording in time. So they rented this house for like a couple of months. They ran out of time yeah. to, to finish it. Travis recorded some of his drum parts, but he had to leave to go on tour with the transplants. Um, and so they had to finish recording separately or at months later in amongst like all this touring. And then in the very end, they were all in like different recording studios. I think um, Mark and Tom were in San Diego. I think Travis was in like, um, he must've been in Las Vegas. And then the, the final like mixer was in Miami. So this is back in like what 2003. Yeah. So internet wasn't great. So they had to pay like a shitload of money for a high speed internet connection, so that all wow. three of them, all three production studios could yeah. listen at the same time and provide wow. the studio yeah. back. 
so that they can make yeah. real life adjustments. Like no one does that these days, man. Yeah. yeah. Like it'll be like, you know, for the most part, first take. Yeah, that's good. Let's go. And there's, like, <laughs> yeah. there's no real all overlay effects. It's a little bit more. If uh, no one's actually tracking an instrument. It. Then yeah, yeah. We're, we're completely off topic. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, so that was a track. This... <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, but in terms of this song, though, um, PT and Mia Folic, they actually have their own albums. Like, I think this is a collaboration between the two. Collab. Yeah, I think so. Like because that. Mia actually idea. has an album, and PT also has his own album. Yeah. Oh, okay, and That's it looks like she has, yeah. like, more straightforward, like, you know, just album sort of stuff. Like, it looks like her yeah. 2018 Premonitions is 10 songs. Um, yeah, a standard album and everything. So mm -hmm. yeah, cool. except she was she was on California the Prius edition. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she does. It, it, does she do a cover? I will follow you into the dark. Is that like the the Death Cab, Death Cab. Cutie song? Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I'll I'll cool. listen to that. All right, that. Well, well, you heard it here first. Albums are dead. Watch, uh, <laughs> listen to Petey and Mia Follick. And follow us, the Penning Music Podcast, on Patreon. <laughs> Tune in next week for another weekly discovery track review.